hey Sam, how you doing? I'm good, man. What you been up to? Uh, very little. Like, government-sanctioned very little. Um, mm. But I spent a stupid amount of money on a Pokeball. Like That's the sound of my hand hitting my forehead. Oh, dude, you don't even know. I like, I'm not going to disclose exactly how much money I spent on these fucking Pokeballs. But, what? um... What, so like, what are we talking? Like a replica? Yeah, like a replica Pokeball that's like made of metal and shit. That sounds pretty cool. Was it like $300? I will not confirm how much it was because it will. I don't want it on record. I don't want future me to listen back to this episode and remember how much he spent on this. I just want him to enjoy them. Um, uh... But so like, it doesn't open... <laughs> like wait so, it's so ju- you've bought it's a, a metal painted, sphere a painted metal sphere yes yes right. and i spent too much money on it but so it was like 250 i'm not i'm not confirming the, <laughs> because right i bought 3 of them oh no because you have to have the like choose your starter setup no you one don't cuz one no, day when i'm old Cal. right when i'm an old man I'm going to be, yeah. when I'm a Gary Oldman, I'm going to be walking around Japan. And when I'm Gary drop... Oldman is playing you in a, f- in a film, in a fat No, suit. no, me, when I am <laughs> Gary Oldman, I'm going <laughs> to be walking around Japan with a briefcase uh. and a lab coat and the clips on my briefcase are going to fly open and all my documents with sketches and, and Pokedex entries on them are going to go flying everywhere and those three balls are going to go rolling towards the feet of some little kid who's going to have a fucking heart attack who's just going to have like the best day of their life <laughs> until I tell them no, he can't have any of them and walk away. So... Just to be clear, <laughs> you bought these Pokeballs for the children. Yes, for the children. Won't, Won't someone think of the children? Of the children? <laughs> so I got yeah. I got one of the three that I bought today. Anyone who knows how much they are is going to look these up. In fact, mo- <laughs> I'm going to look. I, I can't think it's that hard. No, don't don't look it up. Not on the air. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell me off. Tell me off air. I will. It's all right. I won't tell you Maybe. how much money I've spent on Star Trek ship replicas, or I'll tell oh you how much. Like, so I was I, I registered as like one of those subscription services. They'll send you like one every month, except they send oh you two no. every month. And this was when I was working full time at Optus, so I had the spare income. But I worked out based on how many I got, how much I spent on them, and I yeah. didn't like it very much, Cal. It was way, <laughs> way. Way too much. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course it was going to be too much. And I guarantee oh, it's way more than you spent on those Pokeballs. Oh, look, probably. And I don't often buy this sort of, like, knick-knacky collectible shit. Like, I end up with it. People buy things for me because they like me and they like they know the things that I like. Um, but, yeah, I, I generally tend not to buy knick-knacky things, so... This is the you have first people buy them for ridiculous you. amount of money that I've spent on myself for treat purely yourself. frivolous knick-knacky reasons. You yes. gotta treat yourself. Treat yourself, Cal. Treat yourself. Spina, Spina, how do you treat yourself? <laughs> sure. Uh, anyway, we should um, we should crack on. We got any tweets? Yeah, we got. We only got a couple of tweets, so it's all right. We haven't burnt too much time on that uh, pointless conversation. Cool. Um, we got a tweet from at Riley is good. It says, 
Um, in regards to the Army of the Dead, which we watched last week, it's not even yep. a Chekhov's gun. Chekhov left his entire fucking armory in Army of the Dead, and the film just takes a leisurely <laughs> stroll through it. <laughs> and doesn't fire any of them. Just, oh, I love it. Just doesn't look at any of them. Um, yeah, yeah, no, totally. Army of the Dead is a series of missed opportunities. I can't well, believe there's... we don't see those zombies. Just wait until you see it rain. They'll come back to life for a bit. What the f- yeah. <laughs> fuck you not show me that for? That sounds, that sounds yeah. amazing. Why, why would you tell me that and then not show me a gross living ocean? Yeah. Uh, and uh, anyway. One follow-up tweet on that from Riley is, Did you notice the dead pixel that was present in like half the film? I thought my TV was broken until I googled it and found out it was just built in the film because I guess they used a dodgy camera and didn't notice it in the edit. Jesus Christ, I did not notice this. I did not notice this either. I wonder if they've gone and fixed it since. Or, Our vision um, is notoriously trash, so... Well, that's the thing as we well. You probably you, you, wouldn't we, we, find it if you told it. Together, we have two good working eyes. Um, so, collectively, we can see. But when we're <laughs> apart, we can't see films properly. No, no, no. <laughs> Like that—that's why it's not just me shouting into the void. I have to have Sam to watch the other half of the movie for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we only we each see one half of the screen. Yeah, and we just merge together. So in yeah. that bit where there was like a back and forth between Tony Stark and fucking Thanos, I had to tell him all the things that Tony Stark said, and he had to tell me all the things that said. Thanos said. Because also, yeah. we only have one functioning ear. Uh, uh, <laughs> basically, we're half a person. And this podcast is... This is, is a terrible is, bit. Is the... Is the... Animorphs. Um, anyway, oh, we don't... can crack on now. Speaking of Animorphs... Um, no, uh, let's not. Um, I saw a Reddit post today about Animorphs. Apparently, the writer of Searching pitched that as a pitched a movie adaptation of Animorphs. That's why it's on my brain. Searching. Yeah. What's Searching? Searching is uh, that movie um, that's like all done through the perspective of the internet. Like it's all on the internet, like found footage uh, internet stuff, which ugh, sounds dumb, yeah, okay. but apparently it's incredible. So that sounds heinous. That sounds terrible. It does, but I've heard only good things about it, so mm. I've been meaning to watch it. Yeah, fair Adam enough. just messaged me. What are the chances? I'll reply to him afterwards. Okay. He'll be like, why hasn't he replied to me? And then you'll hear this episode. And then he'll hear this and go, aw, I'm I sorry I can't reply to you straight away. I, I, shouldn't, text, <laughs> I shouldn't text and podcast. No, um, you'll kill someone. Yeah, myself. Super dangerous. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and this is a dark, oh dark turn of events that we should not, uh, we should not be encouraging. So, no, let's let's crack on, shall we? Yeah, Kel? Uh, sure. Um, oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta say the thing. Play the music. Yeah. about when you're watching maybe i'm your host cal i'm your other host sam and on the pulse of pop culture sam and cal always are as we talk about the <laughs> brand new season 
one of Invincible and the just released season two and one of The Boys. Um, On the pulse of pop culture, as always. I Cal, can't spoilers believe... for Invincible and The Boys. Spoilers now for say what you're all gonna of say. it. I yeah, can't believe everything. how quickly I watched these. They are very, very digestible. I smashed out Invincible in like three days. Yeah, I yeah, I pretty you much did, did I, too. I you were only like, going to do one season of the boys, and to my absolute astonishment, you've watched two. Because I watched season one in a day, and then the next day I watched season <laughs> two. <laughs> uh, um, I mean that's a slog, but uh, what what do you? Where, should we start with the boys? It came out first, so maybe we'll start sure, with the boys, then it, do Invincible. Uh, it's gonna be so hard because there's there's a lot to cover here, um, but yeah, yep. let's let's start with the boys um, and we'll general work our way thoughts. Invincible. General thoughts. Oh boy, someone really likes dark and gritty shit, <laughs> <laughs> but also used it very well to exemplify the wholesome shit. <laughs> yeah, like yep. it was actually it- used properly. Well, and uh, I, this is going to sound like a wank, but yeah, if superheroes existed in the real world, they'd probably be egotistical maniacs. Or, if they existed in, um, in America, they would be thanking God for their powers and become a religious cult. Like, it's, um, it's interesting, s- you know, take on real world. Well, because it seems like the thesis is that... Family's the most important thing. That, like, that Homelander is the way that he is because he didn't have a proper set of parents. And, um, and all of Huey's problems stem from, um, the the mistreatment his mum gave him and the complete lack of wanting to live that his dad had. (laughs) Um, yeah, and the, I guess like everyone has has parent issues, and that they are directly thematically linked with the the problems they have with other people. Yeah, that's interesting. I had a slightly different like interpretation of the thesis, which was um, mm. uh, fa- uh, fuck Aqualife. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like. <laughs> The marine life, the fuck marine life. No, fuck marine life. Uh, just fuck them all, all of it. Fuck them in just the side all, with a boat. Fuck creatures. them out the front of a van. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So apparently, all this shit with um with the deep isn't really in the comics at all. Okay, so a and lot of I'm this isn't in the comics. Surprised. A lot of this isn't in the comics. So uh, the stuff with Fair the enough. deep is really interesting because he's a horrible. He's horrible. Um, well, I mean, but then they try to make he's you feel... nowhere near the worst person in that show. Oh my! Oh no! Because you know, Homelander, like, by... who's not even well, the like, worst but... one in the show. <laughs> but even all the other people that try and manipulate this guy after the after the whole exile to the small country town thing, like everyone is just out to manipulate this guy. Um, the deep. Yeah, and it's like because they don't really do anything with the Deep's parents or anything like that. Like, everyone else, pretty much, they do have a parent story. 
Um, but the Deep is just sort of going through his own personal body image issues, I guess, is the yeah. main thing with him. And, like, that's super interesting to see how, like, to watch this character lash out at other people as a defense mechanism for his own insecurities. Like, very on brand for the rest of the superheroes in this show. It is. Um, and then joins a cult, which is... Yeah, well, I mean, but it can happen to the best of us. <laughs> I guess it also happens to the worst, as the deep <laughs> shows. More often. More often than not. Oh, that's rude. Um, but, um, yeah, like, I, I really enjoyed his little trips to the supermarket, talking to the lobster. Like, nearly everything was... the deep did was really funny. Yeah, because I think the thing with the deep is he's just kind of pathetic. It's it's yeah. it's that dig at how lame Aquaman is, um, but <laughs> you know recontextualized with actual thematic purpose. Well, the the because pathetic as an insult comes up a lot in this show. Like, um, well, I'm pretty sure nearly everybody is called pathetic by somebody at some point in this show. Like all the all the main characters and a lot of the heroes. And yeah, I think you're right. They're not wrong, but yeah, it's no. interesting to see where a lot of it comes from and mm-hmm. that a lot of the, like, that it's all so deeply related to their own insecurities and all of that. I don't know, I keep coming back to that family thing, like, the reason Butcher has any kind of affection for Huey at all is the um, is the relation to his brother and his brother was the only... Like, was one of the best things in his life um, when they were going through shit with their dad. Like, oh man. Like, I, yeah, there's so much to unpack here about why each character is as pathetic as they are. Um, Speaking of yeah, Butcher, like, we haven't actually spoken about the main characters really at all. No. Um, Keith, no, Carl Urban is yeah. amazing. He's, He's so good. good. Look. His accent came and came and went. It had a bit of a tie they to sh- it. They should have just made him a Kiwi. It would have been yeah. Because who Chris. who they changed so much else about the about the um mm. about the, well, the, the 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 world from the comics. I think making yeah. him a Kiwi instead wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say I'm pretty sure. Um, like, because yeah, there's a few there's a few people who's. Well, I, th- I think Huey in particular, he's he wasn't American born um, in the comics or something. I don't know. But they're, they're, yeah, I don't. I there think are there's a couple a lot of big... people who have been. Yeah. Who's the? Who's that? Um, there's a big change from the comics. Spoilers. The the guy with the the Batman ripoff. What's what was his name again? Oh, Black Noir. Black Noir. Yeah, he's in the comics. He's great. He, He's great in this, but in the comics, he's a clone of Homelander. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And he's like a failsafe if Homelander ever goes rogue, which is clearly completely dropped in the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he I, is I, just... Yeah. But I, I like him in the show as well, so uh, I'm there he's for He's just it. so funny when yeah. he just he walks up to that um, tech lady... With a piece of paper on it, with Butcher scrawled on it like a madman, <laughs> and just sits next to her and looks at her. Yep, <laughs> just pretty good. Waits. And then, and the hint about the almond thing. Yeah, she offers him some of the almond joy, and he's just 
fucking doesn't take it. Uh, um, that's good. I liked uh, that they got the guy who played Iceman to come back to play a fire dude. <laughs> and man, I like that he is essentially redeemed. Like, not not perfectly, but as redeemed as you get in this world where you basically just get justified for the bullshit that you did because of the bullshit that was done to you. Well, and and like so much... Like, there's no justification for things like murder, but... Um, he didn't actually kill those kids, right? He didn't intend to, no. So it goes from murder to manslaughter, at least. Yeah. And there's no, like, like, that. that's still a horrible thing he did, and, like, redemption is not something that you necessarily want that person to have, but it is interesting because this show is all about the things that happen to people that make them the people they are. Like you said, well, and per- parents obviously play a big part in that because everyone is a reflection on their parents to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, the, yeah, and it's interesting. Thing... I think that um, that yeah, th- there are horrible people that are not justified, but you understand why they are the way they are. Yeah, because well, I think the other factor is revenge. Like if yeah, the whole yeah. parent thing is the nature side of things, and the whole. Um, yeah, and uh, that's that's not true. It's all pretty much nurture, but uh, yeah, it's all it's all revenge. It's all people just harboring hate for other people because of the shit that that person or that group of people did to them. Yeah, like yeah, it's there's a whole lot of it, like it, when um when Becca first like well, when Becca breaks up with Butcher essentially, um. And says, like, and, and basically reveals to us that this hatred of superheroes was, like, long before he met her. Like, this yeah. was something that had been, like, drilled into him for a long time. And he just won't let it go. He won't forgive anybody. And and so the universe constantly is throwing him into situations where, um, where he has to. He has to deal with Starlight. He has to deal with his... Um, his adopted son essentially being a superhero. He has to deal with the fact that he isn't powerful enough to get the revenge that he wants to get, and he probably never will be. Yeah. Yeah. Now they they've done they've done quite a good job of establishing that yeah, revenge even though it might get some things done, even though it might feel like it's the right thing to do, is not the best driving force. Like the people who get People who get shit done without... Well, nobody gets shit done without any consequences in this world, but the best things happen to the people who are doing good for the right reasons. Yeah. 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 Like, it's a it's a wholly optimistic show for how completely pessimistic it is. It's... Yeah, it's an... Inter- it's, a, it's a... Yeah, it's a, it's a balance. Um, mm. Beside all that, there's also just some amazing moments. Um, mm. I mentioned The Whale earlier. That is just, and the, 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 like the, they built a full size whale for that scene. Yeah. Um, cause it was all they practical like, basically. Yeah. Like, uh, CG enhanced, but yeah. Um, well, yeah, obviously they didn't actually get the deep to ride it across the ocean, but well, and the boat hit it really like the boat hit, I think is mostly CG, but um, in like it's enhancing where everything's pulsing and dripping and 
and where everyone's <laughs> climbing all... over and through is all practical. Yeah. Um, I love that superheroes in this world are like movie stars, basically. Yeah. And that, like, a lot of... And they're just making DC bad DC films. Well, because it makes a lot of sense as to how you could possibly take on someone like Homelander is if Homelander cared about something that was super fragile, like his public appearance. Yeah. And that's, that's what's so interesting about Homelander and the dynamic between Butcher and the team and Homelander Mm. um, is that careful balance between him having the ability to murder literally anyone he wants and not be stopped um, Mm. and being loved yeah. Well, so cuz cuz he still he still can't like he he's still he's held back from like the in the scene where he uh fantasizes about lasering down the entire crowd of protesters. Yeah, fuck man. Yeah. Like I I I was like, "Oh shit, like we're getting close to the season finale. Is that what like did did that really just happen?" Yeah. Like if it had to happen in season 1, I would have been like, "Nah, nah that's not that hasn't it's actually happened." Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a little bit of like Walking Dead style fake outs here of like ah you thought that you thought it went one way but it was the other way <laughs> like you yeah. thought Glenn died he didn't die oh my god <laughs> that's when I stopped watching <laughs> that's when they jumped the shark yeah <laughs> yeah so um, dumb and look I probably could have like I know that the whole like Homelander is that hammering in of like mummy issues is it's his whole thing to the point where he's drinking her breast milk um after she's dead um and getting the shape change person to fucking like yeah cuddle with him and stuff and oh like i just could have done without all the sexual like side of this like it's super interesting but it was mostly just gross yeah, well, and that's the thing. It is interesting, but it is... Well, it's like... Uh, who was the new addition in... Who was the... What was the name of the spoilers Nazi in the second season? What was her name? <laughs> Stormfront. Stormfront. Like the sex scene between him and Stormfront. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Of course. <laughs> Brienne, was, Brienne was very upset because she initially liked Stormfront. She's like, yeah... You know, I I think that was the point, <laughs> and yeah, because well, well, I I mean, you're right. I also like Stormfront, and then yeah, I mean, they were pretty heavy-handed with the whole uh, internet meme culture equals Nazi thing, which I'm not <laughs> entirely, which isn't entirely accurate, but it, it, well, it after <laughs> it's, it's after January sixth, so... it's um, it's a little D- bit more upsetting but it's but it's like internet meme culture is like a big chunk of the internet and like and going oh this this is equal to um extremist radicalization of the not like akin to nazis is just not meme like, you culture just isolate is so many more people like, for no reason it's more like a way meme culture is more like a distribution platform than it is like it's a way to distribute things rather than it is a thing itself. Hmm. Um, yeah. So it's 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 like saying TV is horrible and a problem rather than saying 
Fox News is horrible and a problem. You know, or, it's or it's that, not targeted. That, it's blaming the distribution method. Or or that the screen sitting in my lounge room is the problem, not all the people who are on it being owned by the same conglomerate of yeah <laughs> of people with their own political goals. Like that's the problem, not in saying uh, that not, not it the was screen itself using memes as a way to manipulate people's perception mm. is a real thing that happens and oh it's a real thing that, ev- that a lot of people try to do including like burger king <laughs> you are sh- absolutely it's just a form of advertising at this point point. and that, sometimes they get away it, with it yeah. and sometimes they don't you remember mm. that like lobster meme that gets posted on a <laughs> on on what was it's it's a lobster, isn't it? shooting lasers out its eyes or something? Oh, that silence people, like, brand. Yes, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when like when brands uh, get too relatable and they're just like yeah. silence. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny. Yeah, someone needs to hit Stormfront with one of those. Is the problem? <laughs> well, yeah, that that is the thing. Like, I I I worry that when that is the the story arc for her in season two, and they show. Um, uh, the f- fat Carl from Community capping that um the chemist fat in the Neil. face fat, fat Neil. Neil fat Neil. Uh, I haven't seen Community. I wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. When when Fat Neil shoots the chemist in the face, like yeah, showing that as like, I mean, because. That was also shown after a montage of all the fear-mongering shit on the news as well. But yeah, it, they did sort of paint it like... I don't know. I, I just worry that it doesn't really get to the heart of the problem there. It just sort of blames it on... Um, I, I think it's... I the know. show is not trying to give a balanced perspective. It is giving a biased no. perspective on how these things can be used in a dangerous way. And yeah, I think absolutely. it's very, I think it's a very effective, I think it's very effective because I found yeah. that sequence very upsetting. But I think mm. it's effective because this is a thing that if you're not careful can happen to you or happen to someone. Um, and it's, it's trying to show that in the context of fictional storytelling. Um, but it's not giving you that balanced, here's the good part of the news either because that's not the point of the show. The point of the show yeah. is that... That that the world's run by, um, uh, well, by conglomerates, and that's also shown in like the plot line with the girls get the job done campaign. And <laughs> yeah, when... where they turn to her, they turn to Captain Marvel and go, "Don't worry, she's gonna have help." I mean, they turn to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and broke yeah. apart why that scene in a- a Endgame doesn't work. Yeah, um, and then showed why the scene in Infinity War does. <laughs> yeah it yeah anyway um yeah like the, and, well, and the right, same thing with taking yeah. on the lgbt branding it's like you know yeah oh, no, using it don't to like s- sell products yeah that because that's really all it comes down to is just to maintain itself it's like it's like a virus fame is the virus in this world that just wants to replicate and and maintain itself. It's like that um, in our world too, Cal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, I do love that scene at the end of season two where the where all the ladies are just beating on Stormfront, <laughs> and Frenchie's <laughs> over there like, 
Oh, good, good, good. Still yeah. got the job done. <laughs> I'm like, Man. he's gonna say it. He's gonna say it. I I fucking love Frenchie. Oh, he's so I love good, all these characters. Uh, everyone so in the boys is just so fucking wholesome for such a dark, gritty show where fucking like where the evil Superman fucking just warms up and drinks the milk of his dead mother figure um, <laughs> to emphasize that he has mummy issues like oh god it's so grossly dark um, and but but then like Frenchie's there just being like mon ami please <laughs> I just want yeah. to love you and I'm like ah my fucking heart <laughs> and yeah, fucking and then... uh, mother's milk <laughs> ah. yeah always on the phone to his to his wife and kid like I love you oh. I miss you I'm like ah, oh. I want you to be able to see them again oh, it's so fucking wholesome I love it and then we haven't spoken about him much because he's probably the least interesting character but um what's the main dude's name again Huey Huey or Butcher uh, Let's say Huey's the main character. Yeah, he's when his girlfriend dies. That's freaking horrific. That is a horrific scene. Um, Oh man! And watching him slowly get over her and being literally haunted by her for a little bit is fucking spot on. Like very good. And then when he grows some balls and blows up translucent. (laughs) Wow! Are you condoning? The murder so good. of that innocent superhero. Um, um, yeah, look, um, no, murder's bad. <laughs> um, unless they're a pervy Luke Cage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then stick some C4 up their ass and blow them up. Um, uh, also, uh, one of the scenes that also sticks out to me is where Homelander and... What's the one... What's Wonder Woman's name? Um, Queen Maeve. Ma- Maeve? Maeve, yeah. yeah. See, the problem is I watched this when it came out, so it's a little bit not fresh in my mind. Yeah. Uh, I was going to try and get through it again, but... Well, I've been busy this week. I I won't say on air why, but... um, (laughs) Fair enough. uh, When they abandon the plane... Yeah. After Homelander fucks it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and, like... Because at that point, you know, like, you know Homelander's going to be an arsehole, but you kind of see where he's coming from there, of, like... If you let anyone live after going to bail on them, then you just come out like an asshole. But you should have at least saved that kid and just gone, well, I couldn't save everybody. I, I got there too late. Put me in the military so I can have access to the early warning systems and shit. Like, yeah. Well, and also his incompetence is what exactly led to way. it. His incompetence is what led it to crash too. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. just... The... While he's there to save people, he's there to save people for his own agenda. The actual saving of life matters less to him. Yeah. Yeah, like, he really didn't care about how it went. He just yeah. sort of turned up and went, oh, if this works out, it works out. If it doesn't, who cares? We'll I'll spin it with these to people. my favour. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, because that's... Like, that's the other side of this whole fame coin thing. It's, like, it's... Like, they do make it clear that individuals and what people want in the world is the most important thing in the end that like it's all about like people are lying um about what they are doing to make it seem like 
they are the people that you should support. But really what it comes down to is that, yeah, like... like it, Yeah, that it just as much of the problem is that people just don't know what's going on with um, with Homelander and, and, and Vought and all the other things that are going on. Like, if, yeah. if the world was more transparent, if we had, <laughs> for lack of a better way to put it, uh, more objective journalism yeah <laughs> on the subject um yeah that like the the people do hold a lot of power in this world even if they could just get lasered out of existence at any given point like their approval means most like me like is the most important thing to all of the superheroes yeah and i found starlight to be a really interesting character which i didn't think yeah. at the very start of the show but She's so interesting because she is the good person. She's the good person that has always yeah. tried to be the best person she can be. And she's suddenly in the ultimate version of the good people, right? And yeah. it's not that They're at all. It's all bullshit. Like, it's all bullshit. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, you got to wear this skimpy swimsuit um, <laughs> and this and that and that. And it's just... her Her complete disillusion... And then decision to make active change for the better within her means um, mm. is really great to watch. Mm. Well, because it's interesting because for the whole show, like whenever something bad would happen to her and she wouldn't quit, she wouldn't just leave the seven or or anything. Like she kept trying to fuck them from within, you know, at, or like, yeah, to, yeah, to change things from her current position, which is a little bit undermined when she just up and bails halfway through shooting the movie. Um, yeah, but, but also it's, it's a movie like, yeah, <laughs> well, but it, more that like, yeah, she, she goes off the radar. Like nobody knows where she is. She's taken out a chip and she just bails on it. Like she does give up on that. Uh, partly because butcher needs to be forced to deal with a superhero who's on their side and Kimiko doesn't speak. Um, but well, yeah, like... and but but she also that's her low point, right? That's her that's her giving up moment that is then, you know, turns around to her retaking, you know, yeah, making that enough. positive change she wants to see, or yeah. or finally, or you could also read it as her giving up on the trying to change it from the inside because it's just not working, and choosing to take mm. a more proactive um, approach. Yeah, like I just found myself spending most of season one and a half of season two, or well, all of season one and a half of season two, going, just leave. Like, just don't, don't be a part of this anymore. Like, you know it's corrupt, you know it's evil, you know it's terrible. Why are you staying around and torturing yourself? Um, it's for very you don't easy like or don't believe in? to say that as a third party, though, isn't it? Like it's it's one of those Whoa. things where in the real world, when you are in a when people are in bad situations, they they sometimes don't have the like it's it's hard for people to pull themselves out of these bad situations. Mm. Um, you know, it's just yeah, yeah. I, I I I get that. Like I, but hmm. this I is mean, like, I mean I know what you're saying, but well, because it's yeah. not like I think they try and set it up like it's a bad toxic relationship like like she cares about the idea of being a superhero like you would care about a partner that isn't treating you right and yeah and you can understand wanting to stick with them and 
and fix them from, you know, like be close to them and 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 in doing so fix them. But that's very much not the situation that she was actually in. She's in a job. Like, she has yes, a career but... that is probably going to tank because of it. But worst case, she's got to go and, yeah, take off the Spangler but... uniform and be a cop. It's it's a like metaphor for it's a metaphor for those you know celebrities that were trapped in jobs with shitty like uh, like um, who was the singer that was trapped in a contract with an abusive producer? Oh, Kesha. Kesha. Yeah, it's like that kind of stuff. I I read it more as than an abusive relationship type deal. And um, fair enough too. Um... Because like, I, I don't know what it's like to be in that situation, obviously, but th- to me it was just like, just go fucking stack shelves at fucking Aldi for a little bit. Like, you don't need, like, being a hero is your dream and everything, but if this is the cost, then it's not worth it. Like, and I can't remember who said it to her, but somebody said, yeah, go and be a cop. Like, you want the fame. You ha- like, you have to want the fame, because if you wanted to help people, you could just go and be a cop. Yeah, a firefighter. Mm. Ambo. Yeah, like there's um, plenty of things. Final thing before we should probably move on. Oh yeah, because we we're hitting the forty-minute mark. Time. Yeah. Um, the cliffhanger of season two, the heads exploding yes. stuff was yes. so intense, <laughs> and so fucked. And that scene yeah. in the courtroom was amazing. Um, mm. But then, because I thought it was the bald girl from that facility, as I assume well, everyone did, it would make sense. Well, and I thought that. Um, uh, Stormfront had been splicing powers into herself. I um, thought something along those lines too. Well, yeah, yeah. it could have been that. Well, uh, um, yeah. and and then of course we know it wasn't that. It was the um, I don't remember the character's name. The actress pops up in a lot of stuff though. Congresswoman. Something. Yeah, the congresswoman <laughs> who has um, been around since early season one, I think, but has like had more and more of a role as it went. Well, and she's the one in the aftermath of the courtroom going, oh, it's Vought, it's a coup from within Vought. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, bitch, it was you, you cheeky fuck. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I didn't see it coming. And nope. I, don't, I don't think there were really enough clues that we were expected to see it coming. No, um, I think it was meant to be a big old twist. Yeah. And I assume she's going to be the next problem like the next big villain um yeah is that like oh this is this is what happens when meme culture um big corporations and the government are all working against you yeah because like she she was just as much running those meme campaigns against homelander um yeah and getting all those like organizing rallies and getting actual grassroots support um while also being a member of congress and probably being in league with vort <laughs> maybe i don't think she was in league with vort necessarily but we don't really have any idea so well i guess I we have to wait for season exactly, three i can't remember exactly what it was but there was evidence for that that she was um oh, i can't remember now <laughs> Fair i'm sorry i i i don't think that's completely unfounded though i i think that is going to be how this goes that um she's she's in league with um with at least um the guy at the head of vault the bad guy from mandalorian 
<laughs> yeah. If you need like a bad guy to come in as a like a, he's a very a good surpri- bad guy. A, pr- a surprise end of season villain. <laughs> um, yeah, he was very good. We shall move we move on to Invincible? All round the boys, yes, Kraken show. Uh, yes, quite good. I'm. I I think I like Invincible a little better. I think I liked the boys a little better, but I, I, I honestly, they're a little bit like they're so similar, but not at all. <laughs> you, like, you know uh, what I mean? Like they're the sort of things that like they'd be tagged with all the same metadata, but you know that they're such different shows. <laughs> yeah, but if yeah, and if the boys is what if superheroes existed in our world. And Invincible is, what if Justice League Unlimited was made for adults? <laughs> well, I, yes, I, I sort of was reading it a bit more like, because uh, I was expecting, I was expecting a little bit more hopelessness from the guy who made Walking Dead. I'm a bit surprised that The Boys wasn't made by Robert Kirkman and this, and... Um, Invincible was. Yeah, was something else. But, um, yeah. Now, I had seen some memes, so there was something spoiled for me. Um, yeah. Have you seen that? as uh, Spoilers. But have you seen everyone in their, um, the, the bit where uh, Omni-Man's the god, he's like, think! Think, Mark, think! Think! Um, <laughs> people have done that in so many to different death. variations. I saw one with Obi-Wan uh, as Omni-Man going, why do you think you could jump over me when I had the high ground? Think, Anakin, think! And it's just... <laughs> I've seen a million of those. Yeah. Um, so I kind of, going into this, had a sense that Omni-Man was not going to be all he was cracked up to be. I'd also seen The Boys, and I know that any Superman-like character is going to be the bad guy. Oh, um, man, I just want good Superman <laughs> we've got no Dude. good Superman Superman They're and Lois evil. Superman and Lois is actually good and I know it's the CW and I know it's in the Arrowverse but it cut all ties to the Arrowverse it's got nothing to do with it I'm, I'm not watching it I've watched like I know, two TV shows in the last month I know Cal I'm not saying you have to watch it but if you want good Superman it's like he's like a dad to teenagers in this it's him and Lois oh, raising I two teenagers it. I love it and one of them's got some powers one of them has no powers Ooh, and that must be hard and it's well yeah and it's it's really interesting watching Superman be trying to balance being Superman and being a dad and like doing a good job. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know what? Under the circumstances, you were doing the best you possibly could be doing. Yeah. Like it's yeah. really Superman and Lois. D- despite myself, I I think it's really great, and it's the same stop Superman, it. the same you... actor who plays Superman from Supergirl. Oh fuck you! Stop selling me on this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's really great. Um, some of the CG looks amazing. Some of it's a bit wonky, but you know that's what you get with the CW. Anyway, Invincible. Invincible. Uh, um, yeah, it's a cra- it's cra- it's great. It's great. But well, what I was going to say was, th- I knew Omni Man was kind of going to be a bad guy. I didn't expect him to m- murder the Justice League in episode two. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. I mean, but I watched it on a streaming service. Um, mm. that 
did a pretty rubbish job of, uh, I mean, I'm not naming any names for this Amazon Prime exclusive show or anything, but um, <laughs> the streaming service that I watched it through did a pretty shitty job of um, marking where the last person who watched it on that account was up to. So when I hit play on episode one, it skips straight oh, to um, Omni-Man no. covered in blood, surrounded by corpses. Oh, no. <laughs> it was an absolute wank, but I still really enjoyed it. Um, I hate Amazon Prime. I know we were just talking about two <laughs> Amazon Prime exclusive shows, but as a streaming service, it's crap. It's a horrible cra- uh, crap streaming service with bad algorithms and bad design. But but it's going to stick around forever because it's Amazon and they and you get it as part of Amazon Prime. And yeah, that's the only reason I have it is because I wanted fast shipping. <laughs> yeah, I hate Amazon and I try not to order off them whenever I can because garbage company run by a jerk. Anyway, <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so I I had that spoiled for me in particular, but it was also like. Yeah, I've seen dark Superman stuff before. I know that he's going to do something evil. I wasn't expecting him to kill the Justice League in episode one. <laughs> was it one? I did. Yeah, I, I didn't. I thought it was two. One. Oh, it might be. Hang on, let me, I'm reading the synopsis now. Uh, no, nah, because the the first episode opens with them taking Nolan to the secret hospital with uh, with who is clearly meant to be Batman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cecil. Oh. Uh, He's, that is great. And, oh, like, skipping Which, forward a bit, that, the fight between him and Omni-Man is fucking awesome. He was one of my favourite characters. He's so good. Um, there's a lot of, like, hey, this is that character from that thing that you've definitely seen before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, but, um, Damien Darkblood, who's just, um... <laughs> uh, he's just... Hellboy and um, Constantine rolled into one character. <laughs> Pretty much. One thing with him, though, why did they exercise him? Um, because he was getting too close to figuring what he was. I think the idea was that he was prodding Omni Man too much and they were scared that he was going to trigger him going nuts too early. Right, right. And Before they, they had a solution. They pretty, yeah, they pretty much said, yeah, we know he killed the the Justice League, um, but we need more time to figure out why, so until then, <laughs> you're going back to hell. Um, oh, man, it's just... Oh, this whole world is like... It's very late game DC, and I love it. Um, That's the thing. It's a very established world, which is what I think I liked about it. Mm, I feel like a lot of the stuff of we've got... Lately, is it universe building bullshit? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like here's the existing world. This is how it is, and it's really, really good. Yeah, it Um, does a very good job of of like teaching you all the things about this world. Partly by cheating, by just like going, "Hey, look, it's Batman. Batman is Batman. Hey, look, it's Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter is Martian Manhunter." And everyone who's got a unique power set. They explain what the power set is because they're trying out for the new Justice League. Yeah. Um, um, or they don't, and, and, and then they just show you how it works at some point. Well, and some of them are pretty cool, too. Like, Monster, Monster like, Girl. getting younger every time she... Yeah, Monster oh, Girl, man. getting younger every time she changes. That's... Uh, that's... 
<laughs> that's a weird thing. And it, like, it's fine. And they, they do a very good job with that. Like, with explaining that character and her connection to Robot and Robot's plight to get his real body. And, uh, like, I really... Now, here's the thing, though, Cal. Yes. Monster Girl treats it like a curse, but if you play it right, you're biologically immortal. Well, yes, but if your job is being the Hulk... Yeah, but and... that's what I'm saying. You've got to play it right. Because let yeah. yourself age up a bit and then just turn into Monster Girl... And then you laid yourself down a bit. Like, yeah, but what if people know I assume that you still age throwing literally. shit at you? Well, that would be a bummer. Yeah, because like she talks about like coming back from a fight and being like, "Great, thanks to that, I'm a week younger." So, like, if we if we calculate that she's you know doing that, like, if she's yeah, if she's doing that multiple times a week, she's gonna get yeah, like years younger in tens of weeks. Yeah. Like, it's, it's going to be a problem. Um, so, yeah, she shouldn't be on New Justice League. No. Uh, but, it's yeah, super cool power set, though, and, and I really do like what they do with her, uh, with her character. And, like, establishing just how strong she is, only for her to get absolutely fucked on by the big lion man. <laughs> the oh, dude, that dude was scary. Man. He was that fucking dude was... brutal. I thought he was going to come back and be the one to defeat Omni-Man, but... Well, I thought they were at least going to throw him at him. Yeah. I like that they used the kaiju. That was fun. It was cool. Um, And I like that Immortal, like the other superhero, Superman level strong person, they just put him back together and he just goes, Where's Omni-Man? Yeah. (laughs) I, um, I, I did find it odd that they brought him back only to like immediately kill him again. But I assume that that well because they they showed him back together in Cecil's yeah life. at the end so I was like ah uh, he's just gonna come back again isn't he yeah but so um, to have an another like adult superhero along with um I can't remember the guy who had lost his powers who then got back into um New the Justice Guardians. League. Yeah, and then <laughs> we keep calling Justice League they're actually the Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean they're Guardians just the of Guardians. the Globe. Yeah, that's it. Guardians of the Globe. Um, yeah, so like the the older guy that got recruited into that, who was yeah. a founding member originally and then lost his powers and now got his powers back in this season. Man, they set up so much. Like the the new Kingpin, the, the Rockman yeah. Kingpin guy, he's going to be awesome. Um, like I'm looking forward to everything about this show. Me too. Uh, basically because it's good DC and I really like good DC. <laughs> Me too. It's not, I mean, you've also got like some, just on a, I don't know, like there's amazing characters throughout this. I really like Adam Eve and Mm. her decision to um, stop just fighting invasions and Mm. use her powers to manipulate reality to help people (laughs) grow food and stop forest fires. Solve these other problems. Solve these actual problems that actually affect every day-to-day life. It's that whole, like, Bruce Wayne would be better off stopping punching the mentally ill and setting up social programs in Gotham City. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But she actually uses her power. And it's like in the MCU, Wanda has shown that she can manipulate reality. Um, Mm. She could solve world hunger now, thank you. Mm. That'd be great. You know all those problems that Thanos had? With not, not enough resources, etc., etc. 
I've got yeah. your fix. Yeah. Her name's Wanda. Yeah, correct. Um, I mean, I assume that... The, I don't know. There's... Anyway, let's not go down a rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, I really like, yeah, like her different take on things. And I really thought that she was going to be the one to come and like put Omni-Man, like, not put him down, but really lay the hurt on him. Yeah. Because um, yeah, like there's a few people on Earth who probably could really put the hurt on this guy. Um, like I know they, they establish how just overwhelmingly powerful he is. But there's some people whose power set isn't being powerful. It's um, manipulating. Like it's, yeah, reality. World shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. Um, and then if there's anybody the wolf, could, the, the lion man who's got a big hammer, who just absolutely fucking romper stomped. Um, <laughs> Mark. Mark um, goes Mark. down a lot though, doesn't he? Mark, for someone who calls himself invincible and is the son of Omni-Man, he gets his ass kicked a lot. Um, <laughs> but I love it. Like, yeah. I love well, that he's not completely indestructible. Invincible. He's not completely invincible, Cal. Uh, no, I think you'll find the show is called Indestructible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you find it funny or irritating or weird that the, the, the logo was always come up when someone said the word invincible and that's how I the scene it. ended? Because some of them were really clever. Some of them were less clever. Some of them um, were really clever. Some of them were jarring. And some of them happened like halfway through the episode and I'd forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I liked that they just kept getting bloodier and bloodier until the end. Yeah. The the, the blood splatters were consistent. Yeah, I like mm. that too. Mm. Uh, I like that Mark Hamill was in it. That's good. Who did he play? He was the, the tailor who made the suits. Oh, jeez. I didn't even pick up on that. I didn't like, either until... I paused Amazon Prime and it popped up telling me who was in the scene. I was like, oh shit. Say what you want about Jeff Bezos and Amazon and all their bullshit. That x-ray thing they call it is actually really good. So good, but I don't want to like it, Cal, because workers' rights. I I don't don't want to like Audible either, but it's really fucking good. I (laughs) I have so many books that I wouldn't have had. and I I have read so many books that I wouldn't have read. Uh, also, Gillian Jacobs does a good job as um, as Adam Eve. Oh, is that Gillian Jacobs? Yes. Yeah. Um, Gillian and... Jacobs. Yes. Uh, Britta Perry from Community. You mean, <laughs> I mean Gillian Anderson? No, Gillian Anderson is um, Scully from X Files. Have I got my Gillians crossed? You have. I, I did the same thing. Because I saw Gillian Jacobs come up and I'm like, oh, the chick from X-Men? X-Men. X-Files is in this? Yeah, no, it's Gillian Jacobs. I'm just I'm getting, getting my, my mind. Ex, I'm getting my yep. X's crossed. Yeah, Britta Perry from that show you haven't seen. Yeah, um, correct. Yeah, she's good. She's good in most things she's in. I like Gillian Jacobs. I haven't seen Jacobs. her in much else. But, yeah. Um, well, and yeah, the, J.K. Simmons as Omni-Man. Oh, oh, oh geez. And Stephen... Like, and Stephen Yeun, we mentioned The Walking Dead earlier as... Um, Stephen Yeun. <laughs> as Yeun, as, yeah, as Mark. Uh, man, and because... Um, oh, I don't know. Man. I-, I love Stephen Yeun. He's good in nearly everything that I've seen him in. I, in fact, I don't think amazing. I've seen him in a bad thing. Uh, I haven't seen him do a bad job. <laughs> no, yes. He's I've an seen ama- him in The Walking am- Dead. <laughs> I was going to say, he's amazing terrible. as Glenn. And first yes. season Glenn is amazing. And he's oh. great throughout. And then they, like 
fake out kill him and it's and then they actually kill him like half a season later or something yeah and it's like why didn't he just kill him when he should have oh. <laughs> and just Fuck kidding Simmons show. might be my favourite actor of all time um He's just great far in from everything home. that he touches. The ending from Far From Home oh, makes my and, heart like oh, it flitter flutters, crumple in it? my chest. <laughs> what? It, your heart flitter flutters when you hear him say Spider-Man's a menace. It stops. My heart <laughs> stops, Cal. Uh, but yes, the cast was incredible. Um, yeah. Uh, Seth Rogen had a cameo as... Um, as Alan the alien. Oh, I love that guy. And I love that they just sit down and have a chat both times. Yeah. <laughs> and and like, I love the implication of this like future intergalactic war with yeah. these, with this empire. Yeah, of Superman <laughs> where yeah. fucking everybody is as strong as him. Like, oh shit. What if the um, Kryptonians weren't incompetent at running their own planet? <laughs> oh. Man, I've I think what I like about this show is that it's a ho- it's generally a whole lot of like good people doing bad things for the greater good, whereas yeah, like, it's a bit of that. Whereas the boys is more of bad people doing bad things to look like to look good. Yeah. <laughs> like yes, it's, it's a little it is the, the, inside out. It is a little inside out. I. Love the boys. I probably did have more fun watching Invincible. I will give I will give Invincible that. Um, but I wonder if that's playing into my nostalgia of like the Justice League animated well, series. Yeah, I and got a big I'm just young a justice from this. I was gonna say, I guess, well, and Young Justice was an evolution animation wise from Justice. I don't know if you ever watched the Justice League animated series or not. Uh, not. Um, properly like i haven't sat down and watched the story i saw episodes here and there when i was a kid but it yeah there's not a huge overarching story as far as i recall because i haven't seen all of it but there are a lot of little little arcs of like four or five episodes and i had a bunch of them on dvd watch the hell out of those dvds man so this (laughs) felt like that and but but with that violence that as an adult i can't live without yeah how am i meant to be desensitized without more violence in my life well, and like, and I loved that. Like, I love that the violence was used properly. Like, the gore was used properly in this as well. Like, it was yeah, Omni Man to... killed a bunch yeah. of people, and he punched well, them. I mean, that end fight with him and Mark was a lot. <laughs> that bit like with the, the train. <sighs> oh, that's fucked. That's <laughs> yeah, so man. fucked. Well, because there's a there's a lot of parallels to draw between Mark and Spider Man. In particular, like mm-hmm. there's a lot of yeah, just man. little things going wrong, um, and J.K. Simmons. Um, but, <laughs> yes. um, but yeah, that that scene being basically a reversal of um, him stopping the train in Spider-Man Two was yeah, like it 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 worked on a lot of levels for me. Um, yeah, and 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 watching the building fall down, and him trying to catch it, but the building crumbling around the bit that he's catching, and him saving yeah. one person, just thinking he might be able to save just one person, oh. <laughs> and no, she gets crushed and destroyed. So sad. <sighs> like it, it doesn't matter how powerful you are. Like I like that it sort of does go yet yeah, that like superheroes don't make the world 
safer necessarily. Like, like obviously they do on a on a certain scale, like stopping those meteors and shit. But like, but we can do that. Well, yeah, to an extent. I'm just saying. Yeah, I've seen Armageddon. We can stop a meteor. <laughs> just send Bruce Thrillis up there. It'll be fine. Yeah. Or with is his, that the other one? With his. No, no, no. That's him. It's him and. Uh, <laughs> it's him and Semi? Batfleck. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of going into space, the Mars mm. mission I found mm. really interesting too. And it then the was... shit with the Martians. But it was so... I didn't understand how the progression of time worked there. Because I'm like, yeah. is he just not going to eat for two weeks? I mean, I assume he just doesn't need to. I guess. In the same way that he doesn't need to breathe. Like, he can go up into space and just hold his breath for long enough to have that fight with um, with Alan. Yeah. As long as he I feel like that's and a breathes again. Season two payoff, though, is going to be that. Because... Like, the Martians have been overrun by the friggin' face-hugger things, and... Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that, and that's gonna be one another problem too. that he has to solve. And a problem that he set up. Like, it's very mm-hmm. Spider-Man in that a lot of these villains that he's gonna have to fight in the next season are his fault. <laughs> yeah, very Iron Man. Oh, that... Well, because yeah, the thing... I was too. gonna say, because the thing with Spider-Man is Spider-Man is fighting all Iron Man's villains. <laughs> what, all I mean, the villains are Iron... All the villains are Iron Man's fault. Well, traditionally, Spider-Man is fighting people that he feels responsible for. Well, yeah, um, we're talking the original, the like, even like, we're, we're talking to- like we're the talking Sam Raimi, or or the Web. <laughs> I can't remember who directed those. Somebody Web, I think. Um, the, Mark yeah, like Web, the Amazing Spider-Man. Thing. Yeah, like all of them are connected to him. So the Garfield directly. ones. Yeah, Andrew Garfield ones. Yeah, so like. Yeah, I Spider-Man hate Mondays, he says. <laughs> eating his lasagna. Um, <laughs> God damn it, fucking Bojack Horseman. Are you telling me Andrew Garfield hates Mondays and loves lasagna? <laughs> um, uh, Bojack. Shit. Good show. Uh, makes you sad. Yeah, sad, sad it's over. Sad show. <laughs> Just a sad yeah, show. I, I take it back. I'm glad it's over because then I can move on. I was gonna, I'm too. I'm dry enough as it is. I've cried enough. <laughs> um, these two shows got me teary at, at different points. Yeah, Ugh. man, they did. Like Mark just going, I'd, I'd have you, Dad. <laughs> like what? What <laughs> would you have when everything's gone? You, I thought. Not anymore, though. You prick. <laughs> um, oh. I did love the uh, the government in this, like yeah. their secret base under the Pentagon. And the way they interact with superheroes, I found yeah. really entertaining. And and what's his name? Cecil. Cecil, yeah, late stage Batman. Yeah, um, old man, old man Cecil. Uh, <laughs> I thought was great. Yeah, and yeah, so good. Um, man, like so much of this show was just a very well executed version of um, of DC. Like, but like there were a few interesting characters though, like um, Green Ghost, uh, yep. one of the members of the Guardians of the Globe. Super interesting power set and a really interesting weakness. Yeah, where she's got to like have that gem in her mouth so she can't. Um, like I think she spoke a bit, but like I like this idea of like when you got your powers you can't talk. 
so communication yeah. becomes super difficult and the and the weak spot if they know where it is is super easy to get to if they know where you are like she should have been the one person to escape the wrath of omni man <laughs> the fact no that one she can didn't escape was oh. punched through the head um <laughs> well cuz it destroyed the gem in her mouth i think what's interesting with this is people will go ah, it's just a rip off of um the Justice League, and it is 100% that, but what I like when some properties take very familiar character sets and Mm. put them together in another property like this, which Mm. The Boys does too, that is also just a rip-off of, even more so maybe than this, of The Justice League, where else that's a take on, that's a take on like Zack Snyder Justice League, and this is a take on, um, on the Justice League animated kind of world but what i find mm. really refreshing is you can use these familiar character types but do whatever you want with them yeah you just have kind of free reign to make them whatever you want and i f- i really enjoy that about this it means you can do the interesting stuff with mark and adam eve uh, you know doing all these things without being bogged down by the the law you have to mm. follow. And I know they, yeah. that DC has other worlds, you know, Russian Batman, Superman lands in Soviet Russia, yeah. becomes Red Sun or whatever. Like, I know yeah. that happens, but uh, it still is intrinsically tied to the lore of those characters. Yeah. Um, so I enjoy watching these when, especially when they take something familiar and, sub, you know, kind of subvert it to, against your expectations, like Superman killing the entire... Mm. Um, Guardians of the, the Globe, and mm. the Batman character can't stop him. Just like mm. Batman wouldn't ever be able to stop Superman, ever. Well, and they establish exactly why. You know, like, when... Uh, I think it's, like, it's only episode two or something like that, where they're, like, the blue aliens... Uh, yeah, the Flaxons, which are, yeah. like, very much like the Tau from um, Warhammer. They, yeah, they come through this portal and... And that they seem to just be wrecking shop, like absolutely destroying everything. And there's and a then they've got a war on the world's weakness. Well, yeah, but then like they overcome that weakness and come back. And and Mark and Adam Eve and Robot, like the the team team have to like figure that shit out. And you think it's going to be a story of them figuring shit out and learning how to stand on their own, but they just can't. Like it's just overwhelming until Omni Man shows up flies through the portal and literally just flies around the world backwards until their fucking planet explodes. Like, god yeah. damn it. Like, showing you just how powerful this guy is. Red flags, yeah. man. Mm. Well, and it and it shows you, like, yeah, this is why Cecil can't beat him. This is why even late-stage Batman can't beat Superman if Superman is strong enough. Um, but also, stop doing evil, Superman. <laughs> Like, yeah, well, I, I think it was probably the <laughs> least interesting thing about this show. Yeah, like, well, and it's and, and a flip side to the boys is Homelander is one of the most interesting things about that show. But I, 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 I kind of agree. But I also look at something like Brightburn, which fucking sucks, and mm. think that it would have been, like, this is a better take, these are both much better takes on Evil Superman, and they're both very different takes on Evil Superman. Homelander, I think, he has the Superman power set, but he's not really a Superman character. 
He's not like a guy that came from another world. He's a dude that grew up in a lab and didn't have proper parents, so he sucks. Whereas Omni-Man yeah. is more like Superman. But not exactly, because he still grew up on like in inhospitable conditions without human-style parenting, came to Earth and was raised shittily, so he didn't... Like, it was only that... It was only him learning to behave like a human that made him seem like a reasonable person at all. Yeah. Like... That's true. The, they, they both are shitty supermen because they weren't raised right. It's true. And, like, it's... It, like, I think it's totally fine to have a good take on evil Superman. Like, that is that is fine. And the, the idea of absolute power corrupting absolutely, super interesting. Like, it's it's nice to watch the downfall of somebody given too much power. But yeah. the whole point of Superman is that he doesn't. The whole point is that you don't have to be a terrible person and that having the power to destroy fucking everything like isn't the only thing that should define you as a character isn't the only thing that people should judge you for like in batman versus superman batman is wrong when he says um even if there's only a one percent chance we should treat it as an absolute certainty yeah like yeah that's that's (laughs) that's bad that's bad odds well, and even in the bad one, like, even in that movie that's bad and does bad things with Superman and doesn't have a very good Superman at all, Batman is still wrong. Like, the th- that's that's still, like, the, the point of that movie is that Superman... Like, is that if you trust Superman and don't back him into a corner and force him to retaliate, he won't. Yeah. I, um... I think that if you want yeah. a good Superman... I highly mm. recommend Superman and Lois. That's all I'm gonna say. Fair enough. I, we'll I see. And look, it's like and look, you're selling like, me on it because that actor's really good, and I Supergirl was the best thing in that universe. Um, and I just want to be clear though, it is only like five episodes in, so there is a lot of time for it till still to go horribly wrong. But <laughs> yeah, so far, and fair I'm enough. Well, and and I'm like I don't know. I've I, there's plenty of good Superman, you know, like. Um, well, Shazam, Captain Marvel in the MCU, like they, they exist. The the version of that character, which is an ultimate power house, exists mm. across media. Um, yeah, I would argue and a like, character like Doctor, like the Doctor in Doctor Who, is almost a Superman like character too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he shouldn't be, but that's that's another debate. Um, <laughs> well, it's become that though. Yeah, yeah, he's become this magical fucking creature. Um, so, we shouldn't say he either. Um, but anyway. She? Or do you they, say they to, they to, to, for all of, like, the encompassing all who, of them? Who the fuck knows, man? Or do you, or do you say just, Capaldi? The, their pronouns or a, are the doctor. I was going to say, or, or pronouns for Time Lord's dumb. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, like... There's plenty of good versions of Superman, and it's Superman. Like, it's totally fine for things to do... Like, things to give us an evil version of Superman when they are Omni-Man or Homelander or whoever. Even um, Red Sun's Superman, like, you know, it's totally fine to give us those characters as well. The problem is that we're not getting 
them as well as good Superman at the moment. We're just getting bad Superman, and it's like fuck. I I think. Did you think watch the nice animated, the animated All Star Superman? No, I didn't know that was a thing. Well, you know the story of All Star Superman. Yeah, that's him, um, like doing a sort of tour before he dies. Yeah, well, basically, he knows he's going to die, and so he, he his perspective changes in the last, you know, few you know his last days on earth um and the animated film version of it's pretty good i i haven't read the comic so people will probably tell me that it's a horrible adaptation and it's terrible but i really found it quite interesting to watch and it was a more it was an interesting take on superman because like i won't spoil too much but like there's a you know we see him in um in the fortress of solitude and he's building a boat like a full-size ship like like a wooden boat no like a like an iron oil tanker boat. Okay. <laughs> like this enormous, massive boat. And he's like restoring, like he, I, I don't remember the exact details, but like he pulled it out of ice or something. He's like restoring it just cause he realized, cause like, he's like, I haven't like, I haven't done anything. What have I yeah. done? What have I ever made or, you know, I, man, I really like I that Superman just going and building something just as a hobby. Yeah. Like Superman um, the craftsman is not something that you normally think of. No. And, and because of his power set, he can make huge, massive things. Um, but mm. yeah, All-Star Superman, I recommend giving it a look if you've ever... I, I just, uh, I, I heard the that it was very movie. good. Uh, plugging a very old episode of, um, of the video shop, we talked to, um, oh my God. Joel Dusha from yes, Sounds Joel Dusha. Yeah. Yes, um, about our favourite superhero things. Back when I was dumb and didn't like Superman. Um, and, yeah, he sold me on Superman from pitching this story to me. Um, yes. That's yeah. the thing. People people look, he's, you know... If you don't like Superman, that's cool. But if you don't like Superman because his ultimate powers means he isn't at threat of death... You don't really get it. That's not the point. No, it very much isn't. Um, because and, if you watch, yeah. even if you watch a Batman movie, even though he can die, I know as an as an audience member, he's at no threat of death because yeah, they're not gonna because they're not gonna kill Batman. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah, it was a dumb it was a dumb thing to say. And I think I also said that Superman's the kind of character who never needs to I think one of the the points that probably has more legs is that he doesn't have to strategize. He doesn't have to like think his way through anything because he doesn't like he's all powerful. <laughs> like the well, closest thing is giving him villains like um like Lex Luthor and going through political channels. Um and even then, it it goes from out thinking things to out or out out punching things to out talking things rather than out thinking things. Yeah, um, um, was the and my, my original stance, but I I have I disagree with that now. Well, and he can just punch his way out of things, but that's why a big mm. monster isn't his ultimate foe. It's why mm. smart businessman Lex Luthor is. And yeah. a, and spoilers for All Star, but you I mean you learn pretty early. Lex is the one that does it. He's the yeah. reason Superman's going to die. Because he, he figures it out. And yeah. he's like, 
and all the uh, it's really good i recommend it if if anyone has anything they want to watch um but yeah i think we can probably wind down because we're no longer talking about the topic yeah i think so because uh, there's definitely way more to cover in um both in, of these Invincible shows and, and the boys uh, but I, I really did enjoy both of these sort of grim, dark DC adaptations. Um, I think I just generally like cartoons more than real life violence. Um, well, yeah, that's fair. I think that is like just a fundamental difference that I can't really well, I overcome think, in my lizard brain. I think that's something about Army of the Dead that I mentioned last week. Like the intense violence and gore, it's just not for me anymore. I don't know. Like, uh, I'm not... Well, and it just wasn't used right. It was more for the lols than it was for, like, to emphasize yeah, like anything. I, yeah, like, I'm I'm not going to cringe away from, like, blood and guts, but um, but I'd much rather, you know... Yeah, in the same way that, like, with the boys, I, I'm not going to cringe away from sexual content, but I am going to cringe away from, like, the 19th scene in a row of Homelander doing something fucking creepy to get off. Like, we get yeah. it. He's fucking weird, and he's got problems that he translates into sexual situations. Like, yeah, he needs a lot of we, help, that boy. We get it. Like, give it to us once a season, maybe, if, like, there are new people <laughs> coming who don't know that he's fucked in the head. But... <laughs> they need, you, need that, uh, you need that fresh reminder, Cal. Because how are you going to... Fi- you'll forget... Oh. You'll forget that he's totally, totally cooked. Oh, like, because... I don't know. Like, it, it, I like... I think it's academically super interesting to analyse sexuality and where all that sort of stuff comes from and what it means about you as a person. But in this, it's just so heavy-handed and gross. And intended, it's so gross. It's intending to gross you out for the sake of yeah. grossing you out because I already know this about him. It's true. Like, at least... Because, like, the first time that he's having sex with the, at, at that point, head of Vought's superhero department. Um, yeah. I, I thought that this was some kind of weird mind control. And she probably had mind control in breast milk. Um, but it does seem like, no, he's just fucked in the head. So getting a second round of that to confirm that he's just fucked in the head is fine. But then the fourth and fifth one came and the sixth one came... And I was just, I was not there for it. And then the the show ends with him, like, standing on a cliff jerking off over the city. And it's like, yeah, I I think I'm done. I think I don't need to see any more of uh, Stray Man from Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun uh, doing gross (laughs) sexual shit. Uh, It's so funny that he's in that. And (laughs) the Auntie Donna boys were like, we're just going to put him down. I'm like, set Auntie Donna on Homelander. They'll take him out in no problem. And then they just throw him in the bin. <laughs> like, that uh, show's I might awesome. go rewatch. I love that show. I might go rewatch. I might re- rewatch House of Fun now that we mentioned it. Get that algorithm yeah. pumping it up, the uh, yeah. pushing it up the uh, the charts. If you want some catharsis after seeing Homelander do some horrible shit, gang, just go watch Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. I'm pretty sure it's episode one where Mark brings home the stray man. <sighs> Anyway, uh, we should wrap this up. Do you have anything else you want to say? Have I um, lost you? No, there you are. <laughs> no, I'm good. I think that's cool. everything I had to say. That's good, man. <laughs> tweet us at Video Shop Pod. What did you think? Um, tweet us at Video Shop Pod. What do you want us to talk about? Because <laughs> I realise uh, we don't have anything. Do we have something for next week? I'm sure we'll figure oh, something out. 
Apparently, Brienne like told me that we said like twenty episodes ago that we yeah. were going to do someone's birthday as a as a as a person cast, and their oh, birthday's yeah. coming up. Who? And I don't remember who it was. <laughs> and so now, if we look up celebrity birthdays, it's just going to be like. Uh, we, we have so many to sift through, but maybe we can do that. Maybe we can just look up celebrity birthdays and do a person cast based on them. Yeah, maybe. Uh, tweet us at Video Shop Pod. Yeah, um, and tell us about your favorite Superman and your favorite bad Superman. Yes, yes, please do. That interests me. Yeah, I, I'm super keen to read those. Um, otherwise, see you, nerds. <laughs> <laughs>